What's up guys? Welcome to Indian Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about how the Indian indices are moving and how they might move in the future. I also talk about a few stocks and my trades. So, uh glad to see you here and let's get started. Welcome to episode number 143. By mistake I I I named the previous one 141 as well. so i've i've corrected that mistake now so it's 142 followed by this one 143 but anyway uh make sure that you're listening to this episode and the rest of them if you choose to listen to the previous one if you missed it because both of them were 141 then now's the time so listen to both of those at a speed you are comfortable at whether it's 1x 2x 1.5x whichever one you prefer just make sure that it's it's not too slow because otherwise it's going to be very very boring and that's something none of us want me because then i don't want to seem boring you because um, you know otherwise <laughs> you'll sleep uh, and trust me that's that's just a terrible thing to happen and uh, yeah let's get started today of course was extremely exciting because of uh, again you have to have been living under a rock if you have not heard of this yes bank and uh, yeah let's get started all right so i'm super pumped up today uh, and that's not because there's anything happening today or there was anything special of course the market was very interesting today but that's not the reason why i'm pumped up i'm pumped up because i'm sipping on some coffee right now so all that caffeine is flowing through my body it's like a it's like a slap to the face and a you know kick to the gut and it's it's just extremely energizing which is why um if today's episode sounds much more exciting and energetic and enthusiastic that's the reason and uh, yeah like like let, let's let's get into it enough of uh, jibber jabber now coming to our normal fidi um you know indications that we do we're looking at fi's being net sellers again for the fifth time this week at 2.4000 crore the di is being net buyers again 2500 crore you know net buying so this has been going on pretty much consistently since we saw that you know terrible terrible fall after coronavirus and uh, it's 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 been continuing ever since so probably five like literally all five uh, days of this week possibly even more days of last week but i can't really remember so uh, i'll 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 just give it the benefit of the doubt as far as market cap is concerned we're looking at it falling from 0.3 again <laughs> it, i'm tracking it with, with a very weird way it's 27 followed by 3339 zeros so if i'm getting it yeah nine zeros 27 followed by nine zeros lakhs so you can imagine just how massive that number is which is why i'm just tracking the first four digits it was 27.99 yesterday today it's 27.69 compared to day before yesterday i think it's a slightly higher number uh, so that's a good thing and uh, yeah that's what we're looking at as far as the adr ratio is concerned it is one quarter 0.25 exactly and uh, it really is not a favorable ratio of course 378 advances 1537 declines just 85 unchanged so clearly more decisively negative day today and uh, that's what we saw 
Now, I wanted to include something extra because I, I noticed that, you know, I realized that this 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 segment of, of observations and such is becoming too drab. It's becoming too boring right now. We all know what I'm going to cover and I do not like that. I do not like to be that predictable always, which is why uh, I, was, I was looking at NSE's website again. This is all from NSE's website. I haven't done any digging up of my own here. But on NSE's website, they had this new 52-week high-low and the large deals spa segment. So I've opened those and uh, I'm seeing something very interesting here, which is why I thought I'd include it. Devi's Labs has made a new 52-week high up, 15.9%. So it's just amazing what's happening here, which is good. And uh, it is joined by Pedalite Industries up 19.3%. Again, a very, very strong move. And Sanofi is here as well. And those are, I think those are the only, you know, very well-known stocks here. Apart from those, they're all ETFs and funds and such. So those we will ignore. As far as the 52 weeks are concerned, you know, 52 week lows are concerned, we're looking at a lot of a lot of well-known stocks: 20 Microns, Adani Ports, ACC, uh, Agritech, Ajmera Realty, Apollo, Apollo Tire, Aptech. Just just a whole bunch of very very well-known stocks. Bank of India is here as well, and uh, just just literally you can go to that page, and uh, you'll see just how many very well-known stocks are here. Cummins India is here as well. The list is pretty much endless. It really is endless. I'll probably take 20 minutes if I want to cover all of these. So which is why I'm going to skip it at that. Very interesting to see here that despite the entire market being in a slump and in a ditch, we're looking at two very, very well-known stocks making 52-week highs by a massive, massive margin. So that's good. As far as the bulk deals are concerned, we're looking at a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of Again, well-known stocks here. Ever Ready is the first one that that I can see. Eyeball Housing Finance, Yes Bank, of course. How can we miss that? In fact, Yes Bank has just dominated this. And interestingly, a lot, a lot of institutional players and a lot of brokers and a lot of fund houses have sold Yes Bank yesterday, and um, at at reasonable prices, 35 and such. So. Very, very interesting to see that. Looks like they're doing some sort of a spread here. Uh, so I'm not too sure what's happening. But again, this is something that I can see on the bulk deals side. On the block deal side, we're looking at shoppers stop being uh, bought and sold by two parties. So it looks like Casa Maria Properties is buying it and Palm Shelter Real Estate Development is selling it. So it's the same number, it's the, it's the same price. So I'm assuming it's that transaction that's happened. As far as short selling is concerned, this is the segment that I really was kind of looking forward to because we're seeing three very well-known stocks here and these shorts were initiated one week ago on 28th Feb. So they're Bajaj Finance, Ramco Cement and Tata Chem. Bajaj Finance is one stock which I had my eyes on and it was on my radar. But of course, I did not get into a position, otherwise you would have known. But these three stocks are on the short selling list of NSE. So that's what I'm seeing right now. 
I can't really see the client name and you know all those things. So I'm assuming that these positions have been either squared off or they're carried forward. No info on that, but that's what we're seeing right now. So I just thought I'd include it here. And yeah, that's 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 mainly it as far as those things are concerned. As far as my observations go, uh, firstly, this time this is a, probably the first episode where I have not written a single word, not even the episode's title on in my notebook. Generally literally all the details of the episodes are there in this one notebook which i mention every single thing including the title and such this this is the first one where i have not done anything no no particular reason just just saying and the observation that i had today was mainly related to uh, you know the option prices because this is this is a very recurring observation you'll notice that's because this past week, these past two weeks, the option prices have been moving just as weirdly as the prices have been moving off the index and off the underlying. So I thought I'd mention that here. Reason being, today being a Friday is always the case of a very lower delta that we see. In the case that, in the sense that if your underlying moves by 10 rupees, it's it's likely that your you know call or your put will move by just one rupee. And that is something very common that we've been seeing uh, on Fridays and Mondays. That's been covered in a previous observation as well. What I want to talk about here is just how weird the prices were. Because literally the second the prices were going up off Nifty, I'm talking about the 11,000 call here. So I had I had, uh, I had longed an 11,000 call approximately at 9.30 or so, 10, 9.30. And from 10, 9.30, there were times when I was below cost, even when the prices were 10, 9.80. And you can imagine just how weird it feels to have the underlying move 50 points in your direction, but still the call being at cost or below cost at certain times. So that's something I noticed. And that just that just sort of reinforces uh, my my initial hypothesis that sometimes or rather most of the times it's better to you know take a quick profit that you're getting for example the second candle on the 10 minute chart uh, was a big one it moved from 900 like just below 900 to 983 so that candle was giving me a solid 15 rupees or so and had i taken that i would have uh, you know taken made those 15 rupees on on the option in in probably 10 minutes but and and at a lower level whereas when the price even exceeded 980 which is what the peak of that candle was i was just you know my option was just at cost so it it sort of reinforces the fact that when you're looking at such days it's it's just better to take your profits and enjoy them rather than wait for it to actually go up the reason why i was waiting is because i i thought the momentum is right let's see if it can actually continue rising it of course did not but uh, that's what I observed. So it's, it's probably a very key observation, especially if you do index options. So if you do, then I hope this is helpful. But now let's move to the indexes. Nifty has closed below 11,000 for the first time since September 2019. And that's a massive, massive delay. It's almost, it's almost two quarters if you think about it. So it's 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 kind of weird to see it at this level again <clears throat> because back when i started trading and this is like really really back when i started trading 
during my internship and such and that is when the market was at 10 800 and such so it is very odd to see nifty back here but then the circumstances are such that it's it's all right it's some you know all these things happen so right now it's closing at 10989 and the low for the day was at 10827 so quite low and the high for the day was above 11,000. In fact, during the day, Nifty was fighting very, very hard to stay above 11,000. So I'll give it that. It's down 279 points and that equates to 2.5% roughly. So really not a good day for Nifty. For that matter, not for any index because even globally, if we look, we're looking at minus 2%, minus 3.2%, minus 3.6%, and so on. So it's a very, very negative day. SGX Nifty, however, seems to have closed in the green at 10.906, but it's just barely in the green, just 4.5% up, 4.5 uh, points up, not percent. Would have been crazy if it was percent. But that's what we're seeing right now. As far as the global indices are concerned, everything is down <laughs> pretty much. As far as Nifty is concerned, uh, you know, when we look at the ADR, we're seeing just five advances and 45 declines. Those five advances being Bajaj Auto, Maruti Asian Paint, Aishwar Moto, Gale, and that's about it. So th these were the only advances that we saw uh, in Nifty and not really a good, you know, positive day as such uh, but that's all right that's just how how it goes as far as the intraday moves are concerned very interesting because this literal same pattern has been happening uh, pretty much this entire week if you look at it because we see uh, you know we see the markets either opening gap up gap down whatever doesn't matter going up for a bit or going down for a bit then recovering then then again going the same direction then recovering then you know from there whatever happens happens so that exact pattern happened today as well and as a result if you were long if you were short doesn't matter you could have make mon made money on both the sides equally good money on both the sides uh, completely depending uh, on how and how and how and where you timed the market so that would have been uh, you know how you would have ideally traded the market again just seeing uh, the intraday chart right now you can see very easily where you could have bought and sold and just that amount of clarity could have been gained if you've just analyzed the previous intraday charts so very in line with what we've been seeing in my opinion even though the individual patterns and such are going to differ and the levels of course are going to differ uh, because it's down so many points 300 points almost effectively speaking but as a whole you know the kind of movements that we were seeing were very very similar to what we've seen and this is something that i had a conversation with with my friend as well that hey <laughs> the, the kind of moves that we're seeing this week i hope they continue because it's it's perfect for both longs and shorts so that's my view on nifty intraday coming to the daily chart we see it just hanging in the middle of nowhere right now uh, the last time again that we saw these levels was approximately in august is where it bounced up from here and uh, then then where where was it yeah then again that september um, that approximately september 2019 price range comes to mind when the corporate taxes were cut so 
my bad that notification was on my phone not on yours in case you're you have a similar a uh, notification tone but yeah that's what we're seeing with nifty right now if you ask me if it's at a support if you ask me if it's at, if it's got resistance if, it, if it's going to go up down i really don't know and today's move just goes to show that no one knows because literally two days ago everyone would have been like hey great time to buy nifty consolidating at this area including me i was saying it's, it's been consolidating but this one move this one near 300 point fall really shows that you can't you just cannot predict predict the markets like these of course they may give you some indication pre-market it would have been very easy to say that nifty is going down it would have been very easy to say that the market is down in a ditch even yesterday when the news of yes bank and such came out it was very easy to say that uh, we're going to see a bad day tomorrow and such but you really can't say like decisively what may happen unless you have that general sentiment or that general idea of certain factors which might influence it because right now uh, based on the meeting that we had today uh, not not like we as in me but we as in uh, the finman or which, which whatever uh, meeting was there today based on that i haven't really seen any headline breaking news just their regular yes banks plan for revival and such and all those things and uh, fm is of course confident that the new the second amendment to the ibc is going to go through so we'll see how all of that progresses as well but as things stand right now it's it's it, it's a bit of a tough spot to say because over the weekend anything can happen and uh, it's, you know again uh, if if someone says decisively that hey go long go short either that person has some info that no one else has or he's speaking out of his ears so uh, that's my view on nifty right now again on the weekly chart is going to see the thing is regardless of which chart we analyze it's going to be just as weird because on the weekly chart sure you will see that it's at a support again that september 19 level but whether it wants to take support or not from there is not up to us it's not up to you it's not up to me it's not up to anyone it's just the general consensus and the general sentiment of the market which will drive the prices so that's my view on that as far as bank nifty is concerned it's at 27801 it's down 1013 points <clears throat> so uh, clearly not a good day for Nif uh, for bank nifty 27162 was the low for the day 28047 was the high for the day just 100 points here and there would have been uh, you know two significant price levels breached 26k levels 27k levels and 28k levels but i'm glad that it did not go that down as far as uh, oh by the way that is three and a half percent down so if you're thinking of comparing how negative bank nifty was versus nifty we're looking at 3.52 versus 2.48 so just to give you that additional context as far as its adr ratio is concerned all 12 in the red of course yes bank is is the major contributor to this sbi also partially because now the moves of yes bank are obviously sentimentally speaking going to affect sbi also yes bank i'll speak about it in a bit because the kind of moves that we saw it really does deserve its own segment for today and uh, bank nifty right now intraday speaking very similar to nifty literally you could show me this chart and i'd say that there's there's next to no difference between the two 
except for certain differences like certain you know functional differences which have always been there in terms of how positive one was versus how negative the other was and in terms of just how volatile it was so bank nifty for instance has always moved much much more like 50 points in one move and 70 points in a few seconds that has always been bank nifty's thing if you if you do not know that then it's probably best to not get into it which is why i personally don't trade bank nifty that much is because the moves can be extremely wild so and that is what we saw again from from let's say 27 uh, 27700 to 27770 boom like that so it's very possible and that's what we saw today that's just how bank nifty rolls if you uh, if you can say that as far as the daily chart of bank nifty is concerned again very similar those september august levels are coming back again one thing which is interesting regardless of whether you talk about nifty or bank nifty is that the open of the day was lower than the close which means that the bulls were in effect more control of the day than the bears and while they did not have enough power to really fill in that massive gap which was created realistically speaking it's a bit hard to do that especially when you know yes bank was dragging it down so much but uh, you know as a whole the very fact that it was able to close very close to its high and close above its open for the day is is enough reason to believe that at least all hope is not lost for uh, the indices so that's my take on where they are again it's very hard to say where it might move because right now purely technically speaking bank nifty is below its 78.6 percent fib 27,919 is where it was it's below it's well it's at its support of october and nifty is below that support by the way if you're wondering but whether it wants to take that support or not is really not up to us and that's why it becomes sort of pointless uh, to really talk about uh, these levels when we are talking about moves this big. So, again, in all likelihood, it may just go up next week. In all likelihood, it may just go down next week. Really depends on the kind of developments that happen over the weekend. And uh, yeah, that's my take on that weekly chart again, very similar, which is why I did not really talk too much about that. As far as the other indices are concerned, other broad market indices, of course, all down. VIX, uh, VIX was trading at 26 or so um, during the day. It's at 25 right now. It's the only index which has gone up today, understandably. So sectoral indices all down. Uh, fixed income indices all up, of course. Uh, you know, we've spoken about this. Very inverse relationship is what we have observed. And yeah, that was it as far as the indices are concerned. Again, not a lot to talk about because of just how wild the prices are moving, very sentiment driven, which makes it very difficult for anyone to really say where it might move. One bad news, it goes down. One good news, it may sustain this level or it may go up. So that's my take on the indices. Let's move to Yes Bank. If you've been living under a rock since the past two days or so, I'll, I'll, I'll brief you up. That's not a problem because this is Yes Bank's special segment and uh, uh yeah so let's let's talk about yes bank now yesterday it was announced it was approved that sbi and lic both combined will buy 490 crore worth of yes bank stock uh at two rupees per share so really not a good amount 
but uh, that that's that's the that's the price that was set in fact it is an amazing amount when you talk about the estimates that people were giving because 1 rupees per share is what people were saying would be the ideal price for yes bank so clearly you know <laughs> double the ideal price and when your current market price is at 36 and 39 approximately that range and the deal happens for 2 rupees market panics and that is what we saw today perfect example of market panic because it it took just a few seconds for it to go to circuit and then we saw it going down almost 82% 82% down in one day in a few not even one day in half a day at 1140 it made its low of 5.65 rupees with the high for the day being 33.15 rupees i'll i'll do a quick math for you guys uh because you know i i am very curious about how much that is in percentage terms and it is 17% of its high was the low for the day you can put that into perspective and this is a proper bank this used to be tra- uh, traded in three digits not too long ago that's what we saw today but what what the most interesting thing was that while investors would have taken an absolute beating today on yes bank if you were an intraday trader and if you were quick you could have made a killing on yes bank not by shorting it but by longing it because right after it made its low approximately at 9 rupees or so it jumped up and it doubled almost the high for the high after that was 19.85 rupees very close to 20 so it made a massive recovery had you bought at 9 rupees you could have just flipped it around think about it if you would if you would have bought at 5.65 rupees you could have tripled your money in a few hours which other equity has given you that opportunity so yes bank was while it was absolute slaughter for investors if you were a quick trader you could have made very very nice money and i'll tell you how quick you know my father was observing these prices unfortunately i was not able to jump on this uh, train but he was like you know <laughs> looks very interesting it is it's 6 rupees right now i'm going to buy it and he by the time he entered yes bank into his uh, into his buying screen thingy it was already at 9 rupees so he bought it at 9 he sold it at probably 18 or something and that was just a 100% return very very cleanly on an equity stock so it's crazy it's wild how things moved and you could have just it's it was it was amazing like the amount of risk that you had was was really not that much because 6 rupees even if you buy 100 shares you're looking at 600 rupees in case of a total loss and that's not what happened so that was yes bank and it was initially it was of course purely a panic reaction and it's it was honestly kind of sad to see no intervention being made that hey listen it's it's things are not bad we're doing all of this because uh you know we're we're restricting deposits and such because we don't want to create a f- further issue of this but that is not the kind of communication that was there that's not the kind of message that people received as a result we saw we saw it just tanking down and all that panic being created which was sort of later you know stabilized in a way but of course that took a fair bit of time 
and uh, as a result it's closing at 16.15 right now down 56.11 percent massive massive uh downfall in yes bank used to be one of my favorite stocks when it was trading at six rupees today it was still my favorite stock because again 100 percent roi on that not me but my father uh, but that's what we are seeing literally it makes zero sense to talk about price levels this time because the last time that we had seen such levels was in 2009 a good 11 years from today so that's uh that's that's what we're seeing with yes bank today and if you're wondering you know a lot of people are gonna ask that hey should i buy it right now should i sell it right now what should i do my uh my take on that i can't say advice because this is not advice uh my take my opinion on that personal opinion again not not really investment advice or trading advice at all in any form but my opinion on that is it is at a it, it's at such a price where it if if you if you've got 1500 rupees to spare you can get like 90 shares of this and it it really won't make a lot of dent and at the same time if 1500 rupees is something that you can't just like you know afford to completely lose then you don't get into it because if it goes up it's got a brilliant opportunity to give you amazing returns because sooner or later it will of course regain where it was <coughs> sorry for that it's been a long episode <laughs> but yeah sooner or later it will come back to its former glory of at least 50 rupees let's say conservative estimate and in that case you'll, you'll get a very nice 2x uh, 2.3x or so return actually but if that does not happen you lose 1500 rupees so risk reward ratio is crazy good as far as yes bank is concerned but only if you are willing to lose 100 percent of your invested amount uh, again that's just my opinion not advice not investment advice or anything my opinion i have personally not bought any shares of yes bank today i still have some in my holding uh, I'll, I'll just tell you guys that honestly but i have not averaged down or anything uh, but yeah like <laughs> right now it's again the things that i said one year ago when yes bank and coincidentally tata motors is here as well 114 rupees down 10 percent so both of these shares very very similar because i've spoken literally the same thing about both they are at such low levels where you could just get a few and you can say that if it is at that level and if you can afford to lose that much money just do it and if you can't then of course don't but it is not really advisable to like sell your valuables and put in the yes bank because that is not going to be the case but it's still you know worth a look worth a consideration if you really just want to experience it very cheap stock right now and i say cheap because it is in it is not inexpensive it really is cheap right now but uh, that's my take on that tata motors on the other hand i feel it's inexpensive because they're r&d bulletproof their car is really nice and uh, one international sales figure going up and it'll go zoom so Tata Motors, on the other hand, completely different situation, but very similar in terms of where it's at. So that's my take on Yes Bank. And it's been eight minutes me rambling on about this bank. Probably the biggest, longest episode uh, that, I've, that I've recorded so far, but I'm hoping this is helpful. Let's move to my trades. 
so my trades for the day as i said very standard very simple 11000 call uh, yeah like literally just the, just that one call and uh, i i did not exit it early as i said in the analysis segment i was talking about in case that 8 minute of yes bank rant was a lot for you i'll, I'll do a quick recap market went up uh, bought at 9:30 or so when nifty was at 11 9:30 sold it at, sold it when nifty was at i'll give you the price as well uh, when it was at 2 pm or so so 11030 or so when it was at 11000 around 100 point move i ended up getting 15 points from that uh which is which is very measly if you think about it but it's a 10% return like it's fine uh can't really expect a lot and the reason for that is because as i mentioned uh when 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 you know when the second candle for the day shot up i was getting the same 15 points or so but uh, i i was like hey the momentum is right let me just hold on to it but then it went down as a result even at 11980 50 points above my buying price like you know when the underlying was at 11930 that way 50 points it was still below my cost which blew my mind as a result uh, i learned a very important lesson today that just exit the damn option when things are going this way and it was a good thing because i was, you know even on the second time i was i was thinking that see i'm getting 15 points 10 15 i think it was just like 12 points not even 15 points but i'm getting 10 15 points should i exit or should i wait maybe it will you know fill in that gap because my optimistic self was looking at that unreasonable 200 point move but of course it did not i sold i was like you know cannot do i sold it immediately and literally the next candle it went down it went well below 11000 it went to 11970 so clearly i would have been around 15 to 20 points in the red had i not sold it so that's my take on that as well and my uh, trade so just one trade today i entered into a i bought i bought hdfc bank today exited a few positions which had done their job uh and yeah as i say position trimming works because had i not trimmed my godrej properties position had i not accepted those profits very nicely they would have all gone down the drain but since i've accepted those profits today it was around that cost I've already taken those profits with me enjoying them and that's why i exited that position put all that into hdfc bank again it's it's more of a stable stock uh compared to gprop if gprop does go up then you know it's not like i can't reenter into it because it's literally at the price that i had bought it for but yeah those were my trades for the day in fact if you think about it that was also the lesson for the day that make sure that you exit your calls and puts on time otherwise you might be stuck and it will be not so good so this was actually the longest episode that i've done since those 40 50 minute episodes uh that i used to do in the past which were just excruciatingly boring but i'm hoping that this is not the case with this one because again massive thing happened in the market i have to talk about it and yeah this is also my 150th total episode 143rd of this daily one plus 7 special episodes so 150th episode you know <laughs> it's all sort of checks out because i i can talk about extra stuff in in this sort of kind of a special episode because it's 150 so yeah uh that was it for this episode and 
happy trading next week i'll see if i can post anything over the course of the weekend but um it really depends on how my how, how i'm placed and how my mood is let's see how that goes anyway happy trading hope you had a profitable day today hope you have a profitable week next week that's it from my side see you in the next one Thank you.